Blog Talk Radio. Reverend Lamar Townsend, and we are excited 
and glad and grateful to God to be in the land of the living on today uh, because it was is because of the Lord's mercies that we are not consuming. We thank God for his grace and his mercy and his love and his kindness towards us. Even though we did not deserve it, God has been good and he's been merciful and he's been kind to us. It is the 1 p.m. hour here in the East Coast in New York. And so that means that we will be here from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. as we are every Saturday, Global Gospel. Uh, Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. And if you want to reach out to us, we are on social media. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter as Global Gospel. If you would like to write us, you can write us at P.O. Box 5331, and that is in Hempstead, New York. Our zip code here is 11550. If you would like to call us and leave us a voicemail, you can call 516-481-3187. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at globalgospel17 at gmail.com. Certainly that is the way to reach out to Global Gospel. We'll open up the lines later. If you so desire to call into studio, you can take down this number. The number is 619-924-0800. 619-924-0800. And you can call in and speak with us later. We want you to know that we don't own the rights to any of the music that you hear on today. But we pray that it is a blessing to you, to your family, to your friends. And to those that are around you Our theme scripture here at Global Gospel Comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 3 But if our gospel be hid It is hid to them that are lost And whom the God of this world Have blinded the minds of them which believe not Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ Who is the image of God Should shine unto them For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. So we are here for no other reason on today but to present to you the gospel of Jesus Christ. For the gospel is good news, power of God unto salvation to the Jew, and also to the Greek, to everyone that believes, to the rich, to the poor, to the black, to the white. The gospel is there today to heal you, to save you, to deliver you, and to set you free. And that is why we are here on today. Thank you to all our listeners. We want to shout out all our listeners. And certainly, we do have people listening around the world. Thank God for our listeners here in the United States of America. Whatever state you're in, the north, the south, the east, the west, we thank God for you. Then we thank God for all of our listeners in Brazil those that are in Norway, those that are in the Netherlands, those that are in Switzerland, those that are in France, those that are in Ghana, those that are in Nigeria, those that are in Cameroon, Kenya, Namibia, South Africa, India, Australia, Jamaica, West Indies, Canada, the Bahamas. We thank God for each and every one of you we pray God's blessing be upon your life. And we want to remind you to just check out our social media pages again. Certainly like us, befriend us, send us a friend request, send us a message. Let us know that you are listening and we'd be so careful to respond to you as time would allow. So again, we thank you to all of our listeners, to our regular listeners. We shout out to you on today and we thank you, you and you. Um, we do have a special guest that will be with us in the studio 
in just a few minutes and uh, we will be going more into God's word and certainly offering you some encouragement and some insight but we thank you thank you thank you to all our listeners and remember to contact us we want to hear from you we really do so we thank you thank you thank you Tasha Cobbs for your glory Once again, you are listening to Global Gospel, and I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. This next song says, as we go into our next segment with our guests, this is classic institutional keys to the kingdom. Stay tuned, and we'll be back with our guests. Our special guest is in the studio. Say hello to our special guest. Hello there. Praise the Lord. This is Lady Glenda Adams. God bless you. We thank you for joining us this afternoon. And we just want to tell the people a little bit about uh, who you are. Lady Glenda Ankrum Adams was born to anointed parents who both were in in, in ministry. Her dad was the preacher and her mother, the anointed singer. God anointed Glenda with the voice of her mother and the preaching of her father. As a vessel of honor, the Lord favored Lady Adam to travel in cities such as Northport, Alabama, Oakland, California, Boston, Massachusetts, 
and she was truly humble to have opportunities that, or for all the opportunities that she has been afforded. And I don't want to say too much, uh, but uh, we are excited that you're here. And what would you like the people to know about you that I didn't say or that I could say? That I am saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and I am running on to see what the end is going to be. That is uh, that is great. That is good news. And um, once again, we are grateful to God that you are here today. And uh, today our Glad theme to here. is uh, back to holiness. And uh, yes. certainly this is a uh, a broad subject, but certainly we are going to uh, break it down to those that are listening today that may not know what it's all about. And so um, before we start, is there anything else that you'd like to add? uh, No, we just thank God for this opportunity to um, share on your theme. We are very humbled and just glad to be sharing the little part that we can share. Okay. Again, again, we thank you. And um, I'm not going to say too much. I'm going to kind of uh, let you have this space. But um, first of all, what is holiness? I mean, so many people uh, have their own interpretation of what it is. Some people think it belongs to a particular denomination or a particular group of people. So what is your input? Holiness means being totally devoted or dedicated to God, period. Totally devoted or dedicated to God. It means set aside for his special use and set apart from sin and its influence. Um, We're to be set apart and different, not blending in with the crowd, not blending in with the world, but we are to be set apart and available for God's use. That would be the definition of holiness. Um, we have to be distinct in character. Uh, our, our lives should reflect the image of Christ. And so whatever, uh, whatever characteristics or attributes um, that Christ carries, we should carry. And um, uh, sometimes we do well in that area, and sometimes uh, we kind of fall off or we kind of fall short. And so every now and then it is good to do a holiness check to see where you are uh, in the area of holiness. Um, It actually intertwines with sanctification. Sanctification and holiness kind of intertwine together in that you are set apart um, from the world, set apart from old friends, set apart from the old way of living. Set apart from your own lifestyle, from the old way, uh, your old lifestyle, and uh, available now to move in the direction that God would want you to move in. Once we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, um, that's not all to salvation. That is, there's what's called a sanctification process, again, that is interactive with the word holiness. And at that point, you are to just set yourself aside or away from the old way of living or the way that you used to live. And now make yourself available uh, to be used by God in the way that he desires to use us. Wow. And you said that um, sometimes we fall off a little bit. How, how are we falling off a little bit? What makes us fall off? Well, sometimes we don't read the word as much as we need to read. Sometimes there used to be a time where we would pray every day. We now pray maybe, we used to pray three times a day. Now we're only praying one time a day or not praying at all. Uh, used to be a time where we would turn down our plates. Uh, it used to happen a, a lot back in the day with the old saints, um, And uh, in our church or Reformation, Church of God in Christ, our fast days were Tuesday and Friday. There would not come a Tuesday or Friday that we did not turn down our place and uh, dedicate our time to the Lord, whether it was for half a day, whether it was for the whole day. There wasn't a time that we would not dedicate some time to the Lord. And so that was then. 
this is now. And sometimes in the world in which we're living, we are distracted by the things that are going on in the world. Um, uh, you know, there are um, uh, human trafficking. There is uh, drug addiction. And uh, there is now homosexuality that is free and, um, uh, and all that is um, actually legal almost in every state. And so we're, we're being hit with a whole lot. And, and if you really don't grab a hold to the horns of the altar, it could really just throw you off. And so some of us are able to just stand fast in the liberty wherewith God has made us free. And there are others, and, and we're able not to be entangled with the yoke of bondage, but then there are others that are kind of falling away because of those things that are happening around us. And we really haven't learned how to build up a spiritual defense. Or let me say this, there is no spiritual defense built up if we're not in the word, if we're not praying, if we're not fasting. There is no spiritual defense. So sometimes we have a tendency because there's nothing in place, there's a tendency, a tendency for other things to seep in, uh, thus causing us to fall away. Wow, and and you mentioned some of the things that are um, going on in the world today, and so yes. this is a totally different generation, um, yeah, than previous generations that we've seen, and uh, mm-hmm. perhaps we um, don't. Uh, it was a time you could tell people do this or don't do that, and now everybody mm-hmm. questions everything. In my generation, right. the generation, well, even more the generations behind me. Uh, or after right. me, I should say, uh, you can't right. just say don't do this or don't do that. So there's definitely a divide no. in the generation. So mm-hmm. what, how does holiness and sanctification, how can we present that to this generation? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think transparency for me, I found, has been the most effective. Uh, utilizing or, or using some of my own personal experiences um, because there are there is nothing new under the sun, and so using some of my own personal experiences, I found has been effective. Um, I'm reminded in scripture, I think it's in First Timothy, that says that we are to hold to the tradition that we have been taught, and so I don't have to compromise or come down to the level of the new generation. I believe that if I hold up a standard in what I have been taught, that God will anoint that and cause that to be effective. And um, that's what actually has worked for me. Um, I'm not, uh, I don't want to tell my age, but I'm really not that young. But there's something that the Lord has anointed me or, or gifted me or placed within me that causes um, a drawing of the younger generation. Whatever it is, I praise God for it, and I utilize that opportunity when they're drawn to tell them about the saving grace of Jesus Christ. I don't have no new, uh, nothing new to tell them. Um, I don't want it. The word tells us not to take from the word and not to add to it, um, but that we have to give them the unadulterated gospel as it appears. Um, and my, what I share is if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all righteousness. I tell them about Romans 10 and 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So I don't have anything new to tell the new generation. Um, only thing I do is tell them what I have been taught, and I have found that to be effective. I think we run into a problem many times when we try to compromise uh, with the new gem- generation and try to um, – come down to their level. I don't feel we have to do that. My, my thing is be who you are. Let the anointing that rests on your life work for you. Uh, I have found that to be the most effective for me. And, I, you know, I think that is an awesome thing um, because everybody can't minister to youth or to young people because some people, um, they correct. just don't have the passion for it. They don't have the heart for it. They don't know what to say. They don't know mm-hmm. how to say it. And um, people, I, I try not to say, uh, because people have a habit of saying, well, um, such and such turn people away from the church. But I try not to say that because, I mean, no. you can endure things 
you know, and correction. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes if it's right. good, if it's bad, if it's ugly, you know, mm-hmm. if you if you're right. gonna be in, you're in. If you're gonna right. be out, you're right. out. Uh, so we we can't look right. for excuses or use excuses all the time that somebody drove somebody away from the church, and so we have to know. No. Um, Mm-hmm. For ourselves, there's a responsibility. There's a responsibility or accountability on both sides. Um, I believe that the saints have to be careful in how they communicate with the younger generation because they are in a different place. Let's call it where it is. So they have to be careful with how they communicate. Um, many times you can't come to them and tell them they need to be saved. They already know that. <laughs> so you have to come to them in love. Um, and that love, oh, my goodness, that love draws. And once that love draws them in, then God does the work. But we have to be careful with how we communicate with them. Number two, on the side of the person that we're ministering to, remind them that they are accountable to God for what they hear. Mm-hmm. Whatever the word that they heard, they're going to be accountable for that word. God's going to hold you accountable on judgment day. And so you can't, the person who you're ministering to can't say, that, oh, I didn't know. No, anything we hear, we are accountable for. So there's a responsibility on both sides. That's, that's well put, uh, put that we mm-hmm. do have a responsibility um, to those yeah. that are teaching as well as those that are listening. And um, Amen. So, and you talk about, um, you do minister um, to young people a lot, and then some some places are, in a place of compromise, I mean, church, some place, some churches are traditional, some are right. non, non-traditional, and I, this came up as a topic um, somewhere else where, um, and this is not, well, this is not on the subject of today, but this came up uh, okay. in a conversation that I uh, had with another guest about how, you know, a lot of things in church mm-hmm. have been replaced, like the pulpit has been replaced with like a stage and in place of the <laughs> altar. That. And so many things have changed. What is your take on that? A lot have changed. And, you know, we have no control over the ministries that we visit that have implemented those type of changes. What we can do is maintain, and I'm going to go back to that scripture, we can hold to the tradition that we have been taught. Uh, Jesus says that I am the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. So he never changes. Regardless of what we may change around him, he remains the same. And so we got to hold to to who he is and his um, his assignment here on the earth and, and what we've been called to do so that we can see him one day. Well said. Um, I think mm-hmm. we uh, are going to uh, take a brief break. Uh, just for okay. those that are listening in, if you have a, a question, a comment, or concern, you feel free to call us, 619 924 619 And uh, we're going to take a break. Evangelist, uh, you do sing sometimes, correct? I do. You do. And, um, okay, there was a, 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 a project a little while back. So I'm going to let you make a choice. Uh, God, God, God sees me, or if it had not been. Oh, my goodness. All right. I'll try if it had not been. That's been a little while. Okay. You want me to do that right. now? No, no, no. I'm okay. going to I'm gonna play it. And, um, okay, very break, good. So and we're going to come back. And you yes. might want to uh, elaborate <laughs> on that aspect. Okay. Holiness. All right. Okay. Stay right. tuned. Okay. You're listening to the Global Gospel. Our special guest, Evangelist Glenda Ankrum Adams.
Gospel. Our special guest today, Evangelist Glinda Adams. And we want to remind yeah. you that all our shows are archived. And perhaps you yeah. missed the first part, which was a very important part. Uh, certainly you can log back in immediately following the show. If it had Amen. not been, Evangelist. Amen. Yeah. If it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? I think about many of the trials and and um, tests that I have actually been through and um, how if it had not been for the Lord actually carrying me through those situations, I would not have made it. And I think about even in our um, scripture for discussion, 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 15 and 16, it says that Peter was writing under the anointing of God to Jewish Christians. He was writing to the church. That's us. Amen. Who at the time were experiencing persecution for their faith. So, you know, uh, the word of the Lord says that, um, that we shall suffer persecution in spite of what we go through. Yea, all that shall live godly in Christ Jesus shall mm-hmm. suffer persecution. So, you know, many times we're under right. the misconception that once saved, we're not going to go through anything. That is far the, the furthest thing from the truth. So Peter is writing to the church, the ecclesia, the body of baptized believers, the redeemed of the Lord, saved, sanctified, and full of the Holy Ghost, saved, amen, who at that time were experiencing persecution for their faith. He wrote to comfort them with the hope of eternal life. In other words, Whatever you're going through right now is not your end. This is not it. Life is not over. Um, If we live holy and we live right in this present world, we will live eternally. We'll we'll live that abundant life that God has intended for us. So he writes to comfort them with the hope of eternal life, but not only that, to challenge them to continue living holy life. So until we get to heaven, we need you to continue living holy and righteous before God in spite of what's going on in your life right now. Continue to live holy. You know, the word of the Lord, I'm reminded that God says that he will never leave us, uh, Reverend Townsend, that he will never forsake us. He says, hallelujah, glory to God. He says, lo, I am with you always, hallelujah, even until the end of the earth. So, Glenda, you're not by yourself. People of God, you are not by yourself. He is with you always, even to the end of the earth. He promised that in spite of what we go through, that he would let no devil pluck us out of his hand. Hallelujah. And so we go, what we got to do is to hold on to him. Sometimes you got to reach beyond that break and hold on to God. If you, I challenge you today, because if you don't let go, he won't let go of you. But you got to hold on. Some, Sometimes we, we become faint in our mind. We become faint. And what we see, because the problem or the situation is just so overwhelming in front of us. But I challenge you to hold on, because if you hold on, God is going to bring you through. Praise the name of the Lord. I'm a witness that that, that you hold on in spite of uh, many of the things that I have experienced, or physical abuse. And my parents thought I would end up in an insane asylum. They, they thought I'd end up in a mental facility, but I'm here today, hallelujah, in my right mind, because I'm reminded of the word of the Lord, glory to God, that says, thou shalt keep him in perfect peace, hallelujah, whose mind is stayed on thee, praise the name of the Lord, and then sometimes, uh, Reverend Townsend, we get it caught up in stuff because of choices we made, and I ain't so much because of what God has allowed in this particular passage of scripture, what they're going through because of their belief, because of their faith. But let me do a, let me do just a, 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 a sidebar. But on the sidebar okay. here, sometimes we get ourselves in situations, praise the Lord. And, and because we, we chose to do or go our own way, we are in the middle of a mess. But guess what? There, there's a word for that too. The word of the Lord says in Romans 8 and 28, he says, and we know. Glory to God, that all things, hallelujah, shall work together for the good of them that love God. Hallelujah. Oh, bless his name and are called according to his purpose. So even when you get yourself into mess, and I don't encourage you to do that because some people don't come out of it. But if you happen to get yourself 
in a mess. And God is gracious enough to keep you around for a while. He says that, that, that uh, and we know that all things, the good, the bad, the ugly, the stuff you've got your own self into, hallelujah, is all going to work together. Praise the name of the Lord. It's going to work together for your good. And so Peter encouraged the saints. And it says he was not only talking to the Jews, but that he was talking to uh, the Gentiles as well, as well. And these were saints that were scattered abroad. The emperor, the empire of Rome, praise the Lord. But he was talking to all the saints. And if you remember when Jesus first came, he came to the Jews. And, and the Jews didn't receive him. And, uh, and so it, it, it opened an opportunity. An opportunity was made for the gospel of Jesus Christ to be shared, hallelujah, with the Gentiles. Praise the Lord. And, and so now he has, a, he has a, a vast community of people to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, letting them know that don't go back to where you came from. And, and I know it's very tempting because what you're going through now is very hard, but don't go back because if you can hold on, the best is yet to come. Hallelujah. When Christ returns, hallelujah, he's going to take or gather his Jews, praise the Lord, and you'll be able to go back with them and live eternally. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. I'm sorry. I got excited right there. Praise God. But he wrote them to comfort them with the hope of eternal life and to challenge them to continue living holy lives. It does not mean to give up, praise God, when times get rough. But hold on, because the best is yet to come. Peter says, if we confess Jesus Christ as Lord of our lives, then we should be striving to live holy lives before him. He then goes on to say that believers' lifestyle ought to be a testimony, Uh uh-oh, to non-believers. What? That means my life should be a testimony, whether I get an opportunity to share Jesus Christ or not. When they see me, they should see something different about me. They should see that holiness on me. They should see righteous living on me. Praise God. When they see my life, there should be something about my conversation. There should be something different about my behavior. Praise the Lord. They should see something different about me. Praise the Lord. A believer's lifestyle ought to be a testimony to non-believers in conversation and in what we do, in our behavior. All kind of words shouldn't be coming out of our mouths. Praise the Lord. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost, and we should be keeping them pure and holy before God. I tell you, they should be able to see a difference in our lives. Our 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 lifestyle. Watch this. Should actually mm-hmm. should actually uh, match the message that we preach about. The message that we talk about. Uh huh. Our life should match that. Because the word of the Lord says again, although we are in this world, Reverend Townsend, we are not of the world. Of the praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Bless His name. I'm sorry. Thank God. We, I know you feel your help now. So thank Hallelujah. We took that, we oh, took that break and we came back with a, another win. But we um we thank God because <laughs> if, <laughs> if it had not been for if the Lord who was been. on our side, and certainly uh, Amen. that is Amen. a believer's testimony, and certainly that is something that the unbeliever should hold on to as well mm-hmm. as we journey Absolutely. to go back to holiness. And certainly you right. heard it. Straight, uh, there was no sugar coating, and um, this is what. And as uh, Evangelist Adam said, um, young people have been a, she's around a lot of young people, and we've myself included, yes. and certainly we've, yes. we've been around yes. since very young ages, and oh, it's always been young people wow. around. So, if we do anything different, it's not because we don't know better. So, we have That's heard true. it the truth, not sugar coated, the unadulterated word. Um, we thank God Praise for you being that light and certainly for Praise being the that vessel that God has used in your very own uh, very own special way. And certainly um, Praise the Lord. it's encouragement to everyone today. So uh, we thank yes. you for Praise just sharing God. with us today in, this, in your very busy schedule. And we know that you have yes. a very busy schedule. And um, certainly um, 
you we mentioned part of your biography before, but and we're coming to the close of the hour, and there's a lot I didn't. That's say, all right. Um, mm-hmm. But the message spoke for itself. Uh, so we did <laughs> mention your parents, but we know that uh, yes. you are a daughter, your wife, your mother, grandmother, Amen. sister, friend. Yeah. And so yes. on today, who would you like to shout out? I would like to shout out my daughter, Lachey. That's my biological daughter. To all of my spiritual Aww. daughters, I would like to shout out. There are several of them, so I'm not going to say the names. There are several. Amen. And certainly shout out my all. husband. Yes. I don't want nobody to get offended. Certainly to my husband, Superintendent Robert Adams, and to the Healing Temple Church family. And lastly will be my mom, Mother Ankrum. Wow. So we... um. We thank you. Um, shout out. We're uh, glad that you shouted out all those people. And we do shout out uh, Superintendent Robin Adams as well. Uh, Amen. He is a, another person that has a heart for young people. And, uh, certainly, yes, he does. Uh, you're as young as you feel. And if you're around young people, That's true. you get to stay young. <laughs> so That's we thank right. God for Amen. ministry. Thank God for uh, Healing Temple and uh, everyone. Um, is that you have any upcoming engagements that you'd like to share with our listeners? Actually, tonight I'll be sharing in concert with Lady Janitha Wright at the Friendly Church in Queens. And you will see the posting on uh, Facebook. So we'll be sharing with her uh, on tonight. And then tomorrow morning, Lord willing, I'll be sharing with Pastor Vincent Ross in the Harvest Revival uh, time revival. Uh, that's going to be I minister on tomorrow morning And then it will end tomorrow evening So keep us in your prayer And keep us before the Lord Once again thank you So you've you've heard it and there it is So certainly we want you to meet uh, Evangelist Adams at any of those places If you are Amen. Available and certainly if there's nothing On your schedule And experience the ministry In person and I'm sure that you will Uh be blessed and uh, next time the Lord said the same we'll talk a little more about uh, music and ministry uh, because she sang with the best and she is one of the best so uh, thank thank God God. thank God as we um, before we uh, close uh, we do want you to uh, offer a word of prayer uh, for our listeners and they heard it. They may be going through something on today. Uh, we don't Amen. know what they're Amen. going through, what their struggle is, or what their issue is. But certainly, we know that Amen. God can do all things, and prayer is so mm-hmm. important. Um, well, that's Amen. a whole other topic in itself. <laughs> yes, it is. But uh, I don't want to wear you out because we know you have a busy schedule. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let the Lord use you and. But uh, we do uh, thank you for sharing uh, back to holiness and certainly uh, Absolutely. explaining mm-hmm. it to us, everyone, in a way that we can understand. Thank you for being blessed with the global gospel. Uh, you can give us your concluding remarks and amen. Amen. Father, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this privilege and opportunity to be able to share your word, oh God, on Global Gospel uh, with Reverend Towson and his staff. Oh God, I thank you that you are you are calling us, Lord, to be holy for you are holy. You're calling us to be holy in all manner of conversation and in the things that we do. What I'm grateful about, oh God, is that we don't have to do it alone. It is the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost that gives us the power to live holy, and to live right until your son returns. We thank you for your grace and your mercy that will continue to rest upon us, that will continue to rest upon this ministry. We ask that you keep us in the center of your will. We ask that you keep every hearer, keep them mindful of you, keep them reaching for the more of you, O God, for the worst is over, hallelujah, and the best is yet to come. You said, I have not seen nor ear heard. Neither has a thing entered into the heart of man, the things that are prepared for those that love him. 
And so keep us in the center world. Keep us mindful of you, oh, God, and help us to remember that you are calling us back to holiness. If there's anyone under the sound of my voice that may have fallen away um, from holiness and righteous living, God, they still have an opportunity to come back. You are calling us back to holiness and righteous living. We thank you that you love us so much to remind us, oh, God, that that's where you want us to be. And if we've fallen off, we can just make an about face, turn around, and come back. We thank you, and we praise you for it. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen and amen. Amen. Again, thank you for our special guest today, Evangelist Glenda Ankum Adams, First Lady of the thank Healing you. Temple Church of God in Christ, where Superintendent yes, Robert Adams is the pastor. Uh, we thank praise you. Lord. Thank you. Thank you. And I think we're going to take it out with it had not been All right. for the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you for this Bye. time Bye. and this space and this opportunity. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you.
God bless you to our radio listeners. You have been listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. We are here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Time at www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, check us out. All our shows are archived immediately following this show at 2 p.m. You can listen to the show in its entirety. Our special guest was evangelist Glenda Ankrum Adams, first lady of the Healing Temple Church of God in Christ, where Superintendent Robert Adams is the pastor in South Ozone Park, New York, on Rockaway Avenue. God bless you. Until we meet again next week, at the same time, if the Lord says the same, let us close with this. Let us all go back, Ricky Dillard, to the old time way as we talk today about back to holy.
Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.